and welcome to In the LOL. I'm your host, Dr. Symphronia Taylor. Here at In the Light of Life, we like to take a new look at an old book, and that book is the Bible. The title of our lesson today is Your Faith is Built on God's Evidence. We also go from the verses in Hebrews 11 and 1, and it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Keep your Bibles open. We're also going to look at Hebrews 11, 1 through 3, Hebrews 12, 1 through 3, and Hebrews 13, verses 3, 20, and 21. In 2017, I was chosen as the speaker for a general education diploma graduation. You may know this as a GED program or a GED certificate. It is for students who have had some kind of interruption in their education, or maybe they're trying to graduate early. My topic, as God gave it to me, and I don't know why he gave me a sermon topic instead of a speech, but he did. My topic was, there's hope in front of me. And I had a very short outline, which is unusual for when I give a speech. I intended to talk about Danny Goki. You may know him from American Idol. He wrote a song titled, Hope in Front of Me. If you heard his story, you know that his first wife died of a heart condition. He promised his wife, whose name was Sophia, that he'd audition for American Idol. And four weeks after his wife died, he had an audition and it was confirmed. During, or probably after some time of his audition, he indicated that as he thought about it, he said to himself, something I've always wanted was a point of hope in front of me. He believed that something good can come from this or any bad situation. And he realized even though his dark times, there was something good that came about from the bad. And so as I sat there during the graduation, I listened to each graduate and each one started talking about their background. And one of the questions was, you know, talk about your background and talk about what you want to do in the future. And so a lot of them talked about challenges or something that they went through that brought them to this moment. And as I listened to them, I realized that there was a connection. And this is why God gave me the song Hope in Front of Me. There was a connection to the things that they went through in their life and the things that Danny Goki experienced in his life. And each one would say something about their challenges and, and what they want to do in the future. And one young lady talked about she had a son who had gotten in with the wrong crowd and was killed at a young age. And she said, I want to help parents who may need help with their sons or daughters. Another said, I was never a good student and I want to become a teacher in the future to help students like me who need a little extra help but maybe the teacher really doesn't understand them. And just like Danny's testimony, these students talked about that in their life, what helped them to move from the place of interruption to the place where they are now is that they had an experience that led them to maybe having a delay in getting in their degree, but what they experienced also helped shape them and it gave them hope for something beyond this high school diploma. So when I take a wider look beyond the graduates, beyond the story of Danny Goki, and you look at what Hebrews says in Hebrews chapter 11, 12, and 13 specifically, 
it, it relates to us. And sometimes we don't see ourselves in the Bible. This is a classic example of how Bible characters are people like us. They're not super, superhuman. The same things that they went through, we go through. And that's why God can speak to us through his word and through the history of the Bible. And what Hebrews says is that there is a triumph in our faith. Just like those in the Old Testament who had challenges, issues, situations, wherever it may be. But yet it was by their faith and their hope in God that led them to a greater glory. So we see it is our faith and our hope in God that leads us to this greater glory. We have been formed and molded by our experiences. And God wants to take those experiences and move us to another level in him. If we follow his word, as it says in Hebrews 11 and 1, for Hebrews 11 and 1 NASB 20 says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. The scripture continues and it says, For by it, which is hope, the men of old gain approval by faith. We understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. This translates to me, verses one through three, that the world is formed by God, by his word. He spoke the word into existence. And we know that Jesus is the word. And so it says later on that Jesus is the author of faith because he is the word. So Hebrews 11 talks about that the, through the word, the world was formed and it was formed by God. He spoke the world into existence. And when those patriarchs in the olden times, in the Old Testament, when they followed God's word and when he spoke to them, he spoke something that is made that was not visible. The word is not visible. But when they followed the things that God spoke to their heart, they gained approval. We see that the patriarchs of old, through all the circumstances, situations, God used them to form those circumstances to his will. And so as they went through their experiences, they started thinking, you know, I hope for this. Sarah hoped for kids and Abraham hoped for a place. And they had hope. And they said, this is what I wish would happen. But God is the one who brought that experience to them. He placed his power in their experience. He placed his power in their life and he moved them through the experience. And because he brought them through the experience and based on what I know who God is, it allowed them to have faith in him. There are things that he has spoken and he has placed in our hearts. And it gives us a hope. It, it gives us something to look forward to. And it, it is something in the future. It is a future hope. So whereas I thought about something that God placed upon my heart and I look forward to it, to coming to pass, then God tells me to pray and as I pray, he will move me forward. What is spoken to my heart is not visible, but it is the invisible. And so we have God who spoke the world into existence. And that is evidence that when God speaks, something comes to pass. And so just like he spoke the world into existence, God can speak my thoughts and my hope into existence. And so that the thing that becomes visible in the end was based on something that was not visible. And so it says in Hebrews 11, another way to say it is that now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain 
of what we do not see. I can be sure that what I hope for will become real, not because of me, but because of God. God has put himself into my story. He has taken the stuff, the experiences, all of the things I've gone through, and he's added his strength to it. He's added his word to it. He's added the invisible to the visible experiences. And now the visible experiences and the invisible word of God takes my hope from something I think about to something that will be real in the future. Now, what he desires to happen, that is what will happen. The question is, do you trust God? Well, we also have another question that may interrupt our train of thought for today. And it is that these patriarchs did not see the end result of their faith and their hope. So they did see a result. They saw the result that God had for them personally or individually something that God had just for Enoch, just for Abel, just for Abraham, just for Sarah. And it says that Sarah, by her faith, was able to conceive. So she saw the end result. And it says that Abraham also became the father of many nations. So he knew that his result was coming. Their end, though, was not the ultimate end result that God would produce. It says in Hebrews 11, verse 13, that all these died in faith without receiving the promise, but having seen them and having welcomed them from a distance and having confessed that they were strangers and exiles on the earth. For those who say such things make it clear that they are seeking a country of their own. And indeed, if they had been thinking of that country from which they went out, they would have had opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country that is a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. And so the scripture, when we look at it, it's saying that they did get the result that God intended for them to get. But God used their faith, their experiences, their end result, and moved it forward. And now when it comes to us in our time frame, what they have produced has now influenced our life. And so they didn't have the end of their story as we would think. They didn't see Jesus. But they knew and God showed them what their lives would produce. And it says that he had a better end. They weren't just seeking a country. They they weren't just seeking a land. It wasn't just something static they were seeking. And so God gave them a better reward because their story is just the beginning of our story. And God has provided us a faithful end to our story. When we believe in what he has put in his word, it is not the end, but it's just the beginning. Because God can use their story, move it to our story, and move it to something even greater. So think about that as you are looking at your story and your faith and your hope. Just as if you were one of the patriarchs in the Old Testament. Just as if their story influenced someone else and helped someone else's faith. 
Know that your story can influence somebody and help them in their faith. When I was talking to the graduates, I thought about my first experience in college. I was put in turmoil because as much as I wanted that degree, when I first started college, I flunked out. Yeah, that's right. I flunked out of school. I had gotten sick and I didn't know why. I was not raised by both my parents. My father let my grandparents raise me. So one day when I was sick and I I was at the first university I attended and I said, "Mm, you know, I look kind of cute, but I'm not feeling well. I'd gotten sick and I didn't know why. And eventually I found out that on my mother's side, there was a disease called thyroid disease or hypothyroidism. I didn't grow up with my mother, so I didn't understand that this was something that was hereditary. All I knew that is it was affecting me and I wasn't able to concentrate on my schooling. And as much as I love school and I really did, I flunked out. I went to work at some different businesses in New Orleans. and I quickly found out that these were not the jobs for me. So I decided I wanted to go back to school. But at the time, the only school that accepted me was Dillard University. And I had to take a medical exam in order to get into Dillard University. And during the medical exam, during the medical exam, the doctor examined me and he saw that I had an enlarged area in my throat. He indicated that I may need to be referred to another doctor. And eventually that doctor diagnosed me with thyroid disease. I got the issue fixed and I completed that second school. Sometimes I I walk to school in pain in my legs and knees just because that thyroid disease just produced that pain in my body. But during all that time, I, I still had my faith. And at this school, I learned about the Baptist Student Union. It was an association of students and leaders, and they were growing in their faith, growing in their relationship with God. And I was so thankful to be able to gain that relationship with God, to go deeper in his word, to gain knowledge about his word. I don't think if I had stayed at the first college, that would have happened. You know, you never know. God always works everything for the good. But I know it is because of my grandmother praying for me and all those people that prayed for me that moved me beyond my medical situation. God revealed to my mind later on that this medical situation happened so that I could learn more about him, so that I could go to the Bible studies, sing in the choirs, and learn more about him. It was by God's grace that I advanced in my knowledge about the word of God. And so that God is so good that he brings us to a situation, but he also brings us through it. And so the stuff, the the things we go through build a faith in us. It builds a hope in us. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I did not know or see where that experience would bring me. I did not know that eventually God would bring me into ministry, but God knew all along. And so the end of my grandmother's story, she didn't get to see me get my doctorate degree, but her faith and her prayers, she knew that something good would happen for her children and her family has been blessed and she has grandchildren that are blessed and she has family members that are blessed because of her prayers and because of her faith in God. And so just like the patriarchs of old, their prayers, their faith has built something for us based upon what God put in their life. And as I continue my journey, I know that it was only the faith and the prayers of others that have 
met me in my situation and helped me to be the person I am today. And so I thought back to those students and I can testify to them that God will help you achieve your goal. In order to get my advanced degree, I had to have a high school diploma. And so that was evidence, that diploma was evidence of something that I could do in the future. For those students, even though they didn't have a degree, they didn't know how they would become teachers or social workers or lawyers or counselors. The day they graduated gave them evidence that they could graduate again at another situation, at another internship, at another school, at another college. Faith builds evidence. I'm hoping I'm having faith in the thing that God has brought to my life. And it's been a situation. It's been a struggle sometimes. Sometimes everything's not a struggle, but sometimes it's a situation. It's something you have to go through, something God wants you to do. And as he brings these things into your life, if you trust him, the question is, do you trust him? If you trust him, he will bring you through. A foundation for what you want to do in the future is what God is trying to provide for you. He's trying to provide that hope, that foundation of faith. And so you've got to give it over to God. If whatever you want to achieve in the future, give it to God, put it in his hands. Let him guide you to where he wants you to be. You know, they tell me that education can make a statistical plan. That they can look at where you are. They look at your high school diploma. They look at your GPA. They look at a whole bunch of other things. And they can predict what's going to happen to you in college and how far you're going to go or even if you're going to get to college. (laughs) Well, if I were you, I'd, I'd say if man can predict, then I'm sure God can predict. If man can guide a course and set me on where I'm supposed to be, then I am absolutely sure that God is able to do the same. And so God takes my background, my experience, and he says, this is what I'm going to move you to. You may not see it right now, but I know what you're going to do in your future. The Lord our God has created this world, and there are circumstances and situations that we go through because we live on this rock. But God says, take and put your hope in me. As you meet these circumstances, as you meet these situations, put your hope in me. And if you put your hope in me, I'll show you how to have faith. And when you have your faith in me, I'll move you to where I want you to be. I'll move you to a greater glory. Hebrews 11 and 4 says, by faith, Abel offered to God a better sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained the testimony. He was righteous. God testifying about his gifts In Hebrews 11 and 5, it says, By faith Enoch was taken up so that he did not see death, and he was not found. Because God took him up, for what he obtained was a witness that before his being taken up, he was pleasing to God. And it says in verse 6, Without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must first believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. It says, by faith, Noah was warned by God about things that had not yet been seen. In reverence, God helped him prepare the ark for the salvation of his household. The household of Noah became the heir to righteousness according to the faith. And it was by faith, it says in verse 8, that Abraham, when he was called, obeyed by going out to a place 
which he was to receive for an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. And verse 9 says, By faith he lived as an alien in the land of promise, as in a foreign land, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, fellow heirs of the same promise. And it says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 39, This and all these having gained approval through their faith, did not receive what was promised, because God had provided something better for us, so that apart from us, that should not be made perfect. Again, what this lets us know is that God took their story and their actions and moved it into the story of salvation, the story about Jesus Christ. And now our story is better because of their faith. They may not have seen the ultimate end, the ultimate promise, which is the life of Jesus, but God shows us the ultimate end. God chose us to, to know about the birth, life, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, Son of the living God. So as we bring our lesson to a close today, let's look at some of the verses in chapter 13 in the New Living Translation, only because it's just easier to understand the point. And so it says in Hebrew 13, verses 20, now may the God of peace, who brought up from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, and ratified an eternal covenant with his blood. May he equip you with all you need for doing his will. May he produce in you through the power of Jesus Christ every good thing that is pleasing to him. All glory to him forever and ever. Amen. God is wanting you to move forward in your faith. And he has equipped you by the power of Jesus Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection with everything you need in order to achieve everything God wants you to achieve. Your circumstances and your situations may have caused you to struggle, but now you can reframe it. You can think about it as that this is how I have looked at my life and hoped for things in the future because I've gone through something and now I have something to hope for. And God brought me through these circumstances and these situations and so that I may know him. And now that I know him, I'm going to put my faith in him. And when I put my faith in him, he will lead me to a greater glory. It is because of him that I will be called approved, just as the patriarchs were called approved. And at the beginning of verse 13, he says, and now because of all these things, continue to look after each other, continue to love one another, continue to do good for each other, because your story is what's going to help somebody else's story. Your victory is going to help lead somebody else to victory, because I am God, and I desire that there is none left that shall not be saved. And so you are my hands, you are my feet, just like the patriarchs of old. And so know that God is here to give you faith. It is the substance of things hopeful and the evidence of things not seen. If you would like to contact us, you can send us an email at inthelightoflife at yahoo.com. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 255, Ripley, Tennessee, that's R-I-P-L-E-Y, Tennessee, 38063. We hope you enjoy the lesson today. I pray that you are blessed.